All right, let's see if this goes better than it did last night. By a show of hands, who remembers the original Matrix movie? Okay, good. Because <laughs> otherwise, this was going to be really difficult for both of us. Last night, it was like three people were like, I think, I, I don't know. Why do you watch so much movies? Well, anyway, in case you weren't aware, there was a movie that came out called The Matrix 23 years ago. Yeah. It's been a minute. Although in my mind, 23 years ago is like 1994. So I don't know how that math works out, but the sobering reality is that a movie that I think only came out like a few years ago has actually been out for almost 25 years. Like this movie is old enough to drink, vote, and go to war, but to me, it still seems like it's, you know, five years, maybe six years old. But the premise of the movie is kind of what I want to focus on. So if you don't remember it, just hang tight, we'll get through it quickly. If you do remember it, you're really probably going to enjoy this part, I hope. But anyway, we all remember, like, the choice. I just saw someone shake their head no, I have no idea what he's talking about, so this is going to be great. We all remember the choice in the movie between the red and the blue pill, right? One wakes you up from your slumber and shows you the world around you. The other allows you to go back to sleep and not be burdened by the reality that is. Now, I have to, you know, just point out that this movie single-handedly made it really easy for every priest and seminarian to make a Halloween costume for the rest of their life. Because if you remember in the movie, everyone was in black trench coats, black pants, black shirt. It's kind of what we wear every day. It's not really a far cry to put on a cassock and be like, I'm Neo from The Matrix. Everyone did it. It was super easy, but I guess that's a dated reference now, so I'm going to have to come up with a new Halloween costume for the next 23 years. But anyway, there were this group of small individuals, these rebels, basically, that didn't really want to stay asleep. You know, and it really, they were a freedom-fighting group trying to wake people up. But rather than face the hardship that freedom requires... Many of the people that were faced with that choice went back to being incubated in a relatively safe but completely isolated imprisonment. The whole point of the movie is that this group of rebels was trying to go around telling the people the truth about the world around them, the world that they could not yet see due to their sleep blindness. Now, in case that analogy kind of went over your head very quickly because it was loose, let me be more poignant. I'm talking about a small group of people dressed mostly in black trying to tell the people of the world the good news about the world around them they cannot see. No one. No one's making that connection. All right, so let me one more time. A group of people dressed mostly in black most days trying to tell other people the good news or the gospel about the world around them that they cannot see, the realities of heaven. Am I making myself slightly more clear? Thank God. <laughs> because that's literally what I do as a priest every single day. I am trying to get you to laugh, to cry, or to experience some new thought that maybe you didn't have time to sit and think about because you have kids and a job and a spouse and all sorts of things where I get paid to sit around and think about stuff and then try and communicate the stuff I have thought about to you. It's my job in a nutshell. 
But really, I am. I'm trying to find that one thing that will help wake you up. Because here is my desire as a priest. It's, it's kind of a secret desire that I've not yet shared with anyone. But my desire is that my parishioners would be so holy that it makes me afraid. I hope one day to preach to your heart specifically in a way that shakes you from your comfortable existence so that you do, in fact, question everything that you have been shaken to the core by the gospel presented to you. And you see the stark contrast there is between the ideal and the reality that is your life. I want to find the story, the phrase, the analogy, or maybe even a bygone movie reference that would wake you up so that you would run after holiness with such a voracious appetite that you would make me afraid my own holiness isn't enough to be your shepherd adequately. So many people never question their comfortable life. Others dare to venture away from safety of their mental construct, but quickly after seeing the reality around them, they feign ignorance and retreat happily into their slumber of life. There are those, though, who after hearing the gospel, after seeing the chasm that exists between their life and the gospel ideal, they choose to no longer go back to sleep, but rather they root out the sin in their life. They seek earnestly and wholeheartedly after the Lord and all of his designs. But to do this is very dangerous. For as I have said, once you have seen the truth, you only have two options. You can embrace it with the hardship that it brings, or you can deny it and pretend that it does not exist. In the gospel today, we hear this line, Peter and his companions had been overcome by sleep, but becoming fully awake. Now, think of this. Being in the presence of God the Almighty, the creator of the universe, and being so tired or simply not entertained enough that you fall asleep. But I think the reason that I keyed in on this line is because that Peter, James, and John were the favorite disciples of the Lord. They were the first of the four called, Peter, James, Andrew, and John. Don't know what happened to Andrew, but he didn't make the list of the top three. So it was just Peter, James, and John that went around with Jesus in many different excursions, many different miracles, when the rest of the disciples were excluded. And even though they were the Lord's favorites, they had allowed sleep to cloud their eyes. Not their natural eyes, for who can be blamed for being tired and needing a nap? But rather they let the eyes of their heart sleep and be blind to the reality around them, that the Savior of the universe was their teacher. And even though the Lord was preaching and doing miracles daily, they were sleeping through it all. It wasn't until they see the Lord in his transfigured form today in the gospel, his second coming, his pre-resurrected but not yet resurrected body, that they could see what was before them. Their whole reality around them had changed. They finally allowed the sleep of life to no longer cover their spiritual eyes. Now, we are no different, for we always allow a certain amount of sin in our lives that we become comfortable with, and we slumber through life, not realizing that we may be leading lives directed towards hell. But the church, in her wisdom, knows human nature. She knows we get tired and we sleep, even though there are heavenly realities all around us constantly. So in her wisdom, the church provides us with the season of Lent every year, so that through the holy practices of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, 
we might be awakened to our own spiritual plight, as well as the physical and spiritual plight of our brothers and sisters. Let me be clear also, it's not prayer or fasting or almsgiving, it's and. Prayer and fasting and almsgiving. Those are the demands that the church places on you all year round, but we focus on them more specifically in Lent. So my brothers and sisters, do not fall asleep this Lent. We have plenty of time left. We're only in the second week. So if you have not been doing something for Lent in the areas of fasting, prayer, and almsgiving, it's not close enough to the end where you can let yourself off the hook yet. You can't just say, well, Lent's mostly over already. It's not. We have plenty more weeks left. Pick something and do it. Because through these holy practices of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving that you practice for the rest of Lent, your soul will be awakened. You will be awakened to the reality around you. And most importantly, you will be awakened to the state of your own soul.